WVIK Quad Cities NPR is here for you, keeping you connected to the world by bringing the world to your home. Even in extraordinary times, we're committed to bringing you the accurate information you need and the beautiful music and compelling stories you count on to help lighten your load. We're here when you need us because you've been there for us. Thank you for your continued support of WVIK. We're looking at a windy and dry end to the week and then some rain to start the new one. A wind advisory is in effect from 9 to 6 today. For all but the far northern part of the WVIK listening area, so Dubuque's not included. And a red flag warning will be in effect noon to 6 for areas south and southwest of the Quad Cities, meaning outdoor burning's not a good idea. Wind gusts up to 45 are expected this afternoon. Community leaders are going all out to make sure as many residents of the Quad Cities are counted in this year's census as possible. Organizing started a year ago, and the first questionnaires from the census are scheduled to go out in the mail next week. Davenport Alderman Marion McGinnis is chair of the Davenport-Bettendorf-Scott County Complete Count Census Committee. She says 10 years ago, some parts of the area were grossly undercounted. And that meant that dollars were lost for programs like free and reduced lunches, um, services for seniors, affordable housing, um, And uh, sadly, those low counts tend to be in areas where people need those dollars the most. John Sinkson from the city of Bettendorf says the city has promoted the census on social media, postcards to residents and businesses, signs on city buildings, buses, bus shelters, and city vehicles. I was also involved in the 2010 census with the city of Bettendorf, and I can tell you nothing on this scale was done at that time and this has been a, a, a very welcome change to how we approach the census. The census helps determine representation in legislatures and in Congress and the distribution of federal and state dollars from a wide range of programs. Residents will be given March and April to fill out the census questionnaires. Then the Complete Count Committee will start sending out volunteers to knock on doors hoping to raise the count in the Quad Cities. Because of worries about the coronavirus, Augustana College has decided to cancel some foreign travel by students and faculty. Spring semester programs in China, South Korea, and Japan have been canceled, but eight study abroad programs are still scheduled to take place this summer. Decisions about whether to postpone or cancel these summer trips will be made in April. The director of international and off-campus programs says the final decision should be made by students and their families and that the college will work with them to complete their academic work. K-12 public schools will get a 2.3% per student funding increase this fall in Iowa under a deal passed yesterday by the House and Senate. Katrina's historic reports it comes nearly three weeks after a deadline for lawmakers to approve education funding. In late January, the Iowa House and the governor proposed a 2.5% school funding increase and the Senate suggested 2.1%. This week, they met in the middle with about $85 million in new base public school funding. Democrats criticized the Republican-led legislature for not coming to an agreement sooner. They also say it's not enough to keep up with inflation. Republican Senator Chris Knoyer of LeClaire disagrees. I applaud our efforts to find a number that we are going to be able to fulfill, not a number that we're going to have to backtrack on later, and that we can give it to them early enough that school districts across the state 
can count on this number when they are fulfilling their promises to our students. School districts have until mid-April to certify their budgets, but need time ahead of that to notify the public and hold board meetings. I'm Katarina Sestarek, Iowa Public Radio News. A national organization gives the Niobe Zoo in Coal Valley high marks for safety, animal welfare, education, and animal conservation. Zoo Director Lee Jackson says this week the Zoological Association of America granted accreditation following a lengthy application and site visit last year. It's a big deal for us because all institutions like this are connected in some way. So whenever we can play a role in the bigger uh, animal care community, that's always good for us and for our animals and for our visitors. One of the benefits of accreditation is it allows participation in cooperative breeding programs with other zoos that now includes fennec foxes, snow leopards, some reptiles, and other animals at Niobe. Last year, the zoo was turned down for accreditation by another national organization, the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. Jackson says it approved of the zoo's efforts in education and safety, but said it still had some work to do in bringing its exhibits up to modern standards. Opening day for this season is just about a month away, April the 11th. Spring training baseball, the Cubs and the Reds tied at 6. White Sox beat the Brewers 5-1. to Cardinals lost to the Mets 4-1. to Augustana plays Bluffton this afternoon in Fort Myers. The Blackhawks host the Oilers tonight.